0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 193 of the IA Cast. All right, with me today, we have a good group of folks. We have Angie Fisher back with us. Hey, Angie. Hey, good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. We have okay. Michael Babcock.
1: It's starting to feel a little crowded in here, Michael.
0: Mm-hmm. We have Marty Sobo. Hey, y'all. And we have Lynn Snyder.
2: Hey, everybody. My neighbors are having a party. So if I'm absent for a bit, it's because I went over and asked them to cook me a slab of beef. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> 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 Food is always a good thing. It, 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 yes. always, makes, it always makes me happy. <laughs> there there are so many times where I'm on a call with one of these guys. Oh, our food delivery is here. Got to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a regular thing. <laughs> yep. Um, DoorDash and Diet Dr. Pepper, the two Ds.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> DoorDashers present.
0: <laughs> so we, we have a pretty packed episode. It, uh, we, we were off for a week because I was out at the uh, – American Council of the Blind of Texas conference. It was a great conference. Taylor and I were there. Met a lot of folks and talked a lot about uh, way around and uh, got to you know tell people about Vo Starter and Vo Starter Weekly. People love that. Um, great downloads on the app. Two point nine thousand or something like that already. Fantastic. And uh, so yeah, it's very exciting we have some exciting news and we'll go in more into detail on on this on Thursday's unmute uh, presents episode but we want to kind of uh give a, a sneak peek here and that is you know we we've been talking with Michael and Marty every time they're here and kind of going through what's been up on uh, the different unmute episodes throughout the week which we're going to do in just a moment, but first, I want to announce to everybody that the IAcast network is expanding. Yes, we are expanding, and we're getting new content uh, with and new shows thanks to us joining with Unmute Presents. So, on the same podcast network where you could get hands-on safety, you could get programmatic, you can get uh, all these other shows, you will get all of the content from Unmute Presents. So it's very exciting. We have a full 30-minute episode explaining all of that coming out on Thursday. So it's very exciting. It's a good conversation between me, Marty, and Michael. So uh, check that out when it comes out. And is uh, Marty or Michael, is there anything you guys want to add to that or talk about uh, what's been going on in the last week of Unmute?
4: Yeah, um, we've just been working tons behind the scenes and with you, Michael D, to kind of bring us all together and put us under one roof. And we're super excited to move forward all kind of as one cohesive team. And uh, there's a lot of other things coming, so stay tuned.
1: I'm going to put Lynn on the spot because she's part of the content that we've published with an Under the Unmute Umbrella and now part of the IA Cast Podcast Network. Uh, Lynn, do you want to give people a brief overview of the things you talked about on this week's Friday Find for September 1?
2: Sure. We started out by talking about some good news about a Braille bug that has been squashed, thank goodness, in the betas of iOS 17. So now us, those of us who use Braille displays, um, there were apparently several bugs that were addressed in the beta and we were, there was a lot of concern that they wouldn't be, but the good news is that, yeah, we, we can get excited about iOS 17 as well now. Um, and we talked about the changes in um, social media where people are feeling like they want to go out on their own because they're feeling like social media is more media than social. And so people are leaving some of the big platforms and going to things like Discord and some of these other um, places where they can really have more control over the community that, that they are surrounded with. Um, you know, like you have Instagram, that's everything is polished and beautiful and curated. And people are wanting more, more, you know, cozy, comfortable community atmospheres. So they're leaving some of the, the platforms that, you know, the traditional platforms and going to others. Uh, we were talking about a headband that has been developed for blind folks. And I, I'm trying to say this with a straight face because I think it's kind of funny. Um, if you're swimming. So, you know, uh, when you're swimming as a blind person, especially like in a a, a crowded public pool or some other sort of, you know, space where God forbid you should like accidentally run into someone or as the article says, if you have trouble staying in your own lane, which I do, even on dry land, I do. So I've been told to stay in my own lane and I don't do well with that. So, um, but anyway, this band, it has like, this weird ultrasonic technology um, or bi- you know vibration feedback type thing with cameras on it that scans the bottom of the pool and somehow like gives you like feedback um it has two things on the side of your head um that i guess vibrate when you're about ready to smack into the side of the pool or something i don't know but it's pretty silly as, as far as i'm concerned but you know somebody might like it and if somebody ever uses it i hope they do a review of it um Maybe Marty can do a review of that.
4: Device. Oh boy, I'm not sure <laughs> that's a good idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and and then we ended with robotic canines. So Google is working on a robotic dog, and I don't know if any of you would like to have a robotic go- dog as opposed to a guide dog, but it's it's interesting um, to think about.
0: It's tech, I personally so for me would be yes. <laughs> I, I
2: want I want one just because I think it's just fascinating.
3: Um, As a guide dog user, I want to try one. I I, I would do it. I would totally. Yeah. I want to see what it's like.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, they says they say that um, it it's it learns things that
3: surprise. <laughs> My dog them. just looked at me up at me like, why? What he, he did. He popped his and said,
2: why? But I'm cute I love you. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I would tell how much
4: time you'll save by not needing to take it out. You know, I mean,
2: take it out, groom it. Apparently you do have to train it and it has to train you because, you know, uh, you have to speak to it in a way that understands. But I mean, let's face it, our real canines train us too, right? They teach us where they want to be rubbed up behind their ears and on their belly and what kind of dog treats they like best <laughs> so,
0: you know i'm I'm really um, glad that we had a chance to talk about this because that's all. this could be a whole topic in itself and we may do this one day like would you have a robotic guide dog and why and i i've always you know there's people that would vehemently say no but you know there's others that disagree and so i think it, i think it's worth a conversation on another episode but yeah um, yeah
4: I will also say one other thing for Lynn is stay tuned to the next episode coming out this Friday because there's going to be a really awesome announcement coming. So check that out.
1: And then on Thursday, we had a chat with uh, Gary and Mia from Echobatics, an interesting-looking application that I've been playing with off and on. Uh, you'll want to go listen to the history behind that and how they've put that together. On Wednesday's Shell Phone Show, we talked about the ability to reset your Blind Shell Classic 2 to factor defaults. Sometimes you just need to do that. Michael talked on VO Starter Weekly about turning voice over on and off so that way well i guess this one is stopping voiceover we had the acb community replay on tuesday and then we also had technically working 23 on monday and you can get all that content in the iacast podcast feed
0: yep that would be the iacast network feed yep
1: iacast network yes, yes. thank
0: you michael they're they're two different feeds um yes and, and that's what you know if you listen to thursday's episode you'll learn all about all of that good stuff but uh, the IACast network feed, you may get more than one piece of content a day. So it's great stuff. It is a treasure trove. Let's let's call it that, a treasure trove of information in one feed.
1: You do get more than one piece of content on Wednesdays currently. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Well, it, I haven't, we haven't decided when we're going to start Season 2 of VO Starter Weekly ah. yet. So it, it may not be directly after Season 1 ends. So leave people in suspense there for a little bit. Okay. So we have, um, so some interesting news that, that, uh, is happening. I like to call this time of year, uh, tech baseball playoffs. I've, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this or if I've told y'all before. I like to say there's a tech, uh, uh, the tech season falls in line with baseball. You start to get announcements in March that, and they go all the way through October, right? Especially with Apple. Except for this year, Apple kind of had an exception this year. Uh, I guess winter training instead of spring training, um, <laughs> <laughs> with the new Macs, but typically they announce in March and they go and have announcements through October. Well, we're getting to the playoffs of, of, and, and because baseball kind of follows the same thing, you know, March through October for the season, right? And and so we're kind of getting into that this year, the, the playoffs, getting to the World Series. And typically it's Apple and Google, always is, always has been. Apple, Google, and I guess Samsung in times. But we have a lot of announcements that have been either confirmed or rumored to be in September and October. So let's go through those. We do know a confirmed iPhone 15 event September 12th. You know... They should have done it September 15th. That would have been like, so fitting, you know?
2: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> but it is the 12th and we're supposed to, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, maybe new AirPods cases or, or USB-C things, USB-C on iPhones, uh, all kinds of new titanium iPhones, cool stuff. I'm really excited about mm-hmm. it. And, and, uh,
4: I think this is going to be the year of USB-C. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, of course, we don't know this till they actually make the announcement. But at the same time that they're announcing the new phones, they're supposedly announcing, in some sort of way, new AirPods. I think AirPods mm-hmm. Pro with a USB-C port and getting rid of the Lightning. So if you got a new phone and new AirPods, you'd have one cable to rule them all—one USB-C cable.
0: And I don't that know is that. Nice. I don't know that they're coming out with new AirPods. I think they're going to come out with a new case that you can buy. Right, them which in. won't even do anything. It's just going to have a USB C port.
4: It's just going to be the same, I think.
0: Yeah, and that's fine. Now, if we get AirPods 4 with USB C, I might have to. That get would it be there. awesome. Yeah.
3: Yep. yep. That would be amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm just happy that there's <laughs> USB I'm, I'm, It's. It's time, you know? Yeah, I've been dragging around lightning cables for this and that for a while now. Even though I use wireless charging for most of my stuff
0: anymore, mm-hmm. sorry, it just got a lot worse out here. So, you know, there's been rumors that one one thing that's concerned me, and I I don't think that this is going to be an issue. Everybody thinks that Apple's going to add a USB C connector or thing in, or cable that's going to limit the speeds to the same as lightning. I just don't see them doing that. Do y'all? I mean, why why would they do that?
2: Why would they do that? It doesn't well, make any sense to me, but...
4: Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, uh, they just came out with brand new two, actually, uh, headphones and earbuds through the Dre Beats by Dre. And that's actually owned by Apple and they have USB-C. So if they're putting USB-C in those things, I think they're going to start putting USB-C in their own actual Apple-branded products. Mm-hmm. They want to stay consistent, I'm sure. you know, A lot of people like USB-C, and I'm sure that they like the other products that they own, but they also want their own products to be on par. Secondly, I think that there's other countries that are requiring them to be USB-C because in those countries, they're requiring everyone to be USB-C, so they're trying to make everyone equivalent across. And I don't think that Apple's going to spend a whole bunch of money to manufacture one thing for one country and a bunch of different different things for other countries. So no. I think that's a big part of it as well. They're yeah, kind of getting forced into doing it, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah but there's rumors that they're going to use the connector. They're going to throttle limit, the USB-C
3: yeah. connector yeah, throttle it or down, cable.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what can does that, that mean you? exactly? I've you heard another rumor data? that they're going to charge
3: you extra. Yeah, the data part of it is going to be lightning speed mm-hmm. rather than USB-C. And then you can pay extra to buy uh, a, a faster cable, which seems stupid to me.
4: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't you know just why just... they do that. I don't no, know why they do that. I don't right?
3: like it. I, I really hope If you hope have to buy another
4: true. cable, though, then why couldn't you just buy a cable, for example, from a third-party company? You yeah, know? Cool. right.
3: Use
2: an anchor cable.
4: Yeah, it's exactly. You I was, I was
2: just going to say. Does Apple actually make
3: money on cables? I mean, I don't know.
2: Yes, don't they think... do,
4: because currently, Lightning is... Well, they're going
3: is... to be braided, though. There's the rumor that we're going to get braided cables with the iPhones.
4: Ooh. Right. But let me answer Lynn's question for a second. Colored, the reason why piano. they're hesitating so rated. much, the reason why they're hesitating so much on changing the lightning is because they own the patent on that, and if you want to get a certified lightning cable, you've got to pay mm, Apple. Right. You so, have to
2: pay.
0: Yeah.
4: As soon as they get yeah. rid of that and they go USB-C, they're a standard port that's the same across the board, and they can't make that money. Because the USB-C is like a standard, mm-hmm. right? So they're no right. longer going to have to pay Apple to create a certified lightning type of a cable, right? So Apple technically be- could be losing money now mm-hmm. that they're not charging mm-hmm. for this patent, you know, to be able to be mm-hmm. you are lightning certified.
0: MFI. I want to see anymore. how they
3: handle devices as well, like USB-C mm-hmm. devices. Oh, that's my because I was they almost went say. charging via MagSafe anyway. So light- mm-hmm. lightning, you know, versus USB-C. Yep, isn't gonna matter so much for me as far as that goes.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. We'll, we'll have to see, but we've got a lot more to go through. So let let's keep moving. We'll, we we will have probably a whole Apple event predictions episode as we normally do, and mm-hmm. and so we'll talk about all of that then, but. We also have heard that there will be an Amazon event for September 20th, I believe. And they're supposed to talk about AI and new devices there. So that will be interesting. Interesting. And then I believe Microsoft's event is the 21st. And they're supposed to talk about AI and Surface. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'm kind of curious the tablets, the you know what they're going to come out with,
0: mm-hmm. like what kind of upgrades they're going to make to them. And then I believe in is it October 13th is the Google event for the Pixel fourth, eight. fourth October fourth. Is okay. it me, or
4: does it seem like they just
0: came out with the Pixel the seven? Seven was nope, last. That year. was less. It yeah, seems the like the, the Pixel event is like the
3: fourth here. of October
4: this
0: mm-hmm. year. It doesn't right? seem like it's been a year already. So if you're not part of the IACast Plus feed, you might want to be part of it because we will be doing event episodes for each of these and putting them the recordings in the IACast Plus uh, section. So as little as $3, I believe, you can become a member and get these great shows. We will be putting them on the radio. So if you catch them the day of, you will be able to see them. But after that, they'll be in the IACast Plus feed. So good stuff. All right. So... Moving right along, you know, during when Lynn was talking about uh, social media, there it reminded me that there is a, a development there, and that is now Threads is now on the web. You no longer have to use the mobile app to access Threads, and from what I could tell, it's pretty usable with Voiceover on the Mac. So. I would be curious if people give it a try and let me know uh, on different uh, platforms your experience because I think it might be – I like it better on the web than on the phone. Yeah, I do too. There is no – oh, you have it? I, yeah. Oh. Well, I do. I need to follow yeah. you there then. Um, it, It's pretty neat. <laughs> it, it's It's <laughs> – I check it very even frequently.
3: <laughs> I do too. that's I'm, it's a Facebook thing, mm-hmm. and I'm not a big Facebook fan, so that, the, the meta thing just kind of
0: well you know the, so, the reason why I like threads is a lot of the YouTube personalities that I follow like on X are and on other there. places are there and they yes. post there and so I was
3: surprised wh- at the tech, the tech uh, presence that tends to be there actually
0: and so yeah. once threads gets activity pub, I will ditch my threads account. And I will take all of those people and follow them on Mastodon on Mastodon. And that will be amazing. I'm so excited about it. (laughs) Now, one thing that's my plan as well. One, one thing you you do need to consider though, is a lot of Mastodon instances will be blocking threads. Mm -hmm.
2: Right.
0: So if you are on one of those instances and you want to follow threads, people, you have two options. You can talk to your admin and see if they will, you know unlock unblock it, un undefederate it. Is that a word? Um, Did you just say undefederate? Yes.
2: <laughs> undies. We gotta watch undies. the undies. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: undefederate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Looper
4: number two guys. Yeah Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs>
3: yep. We had Marty's thing from earlier.
0: I we we haven't had undies. many outtakes on the on the show, and so this has been good. But we're keeping this in, Honeys. so we're keeping this one in. So, um yeah. So it it happens, you know, Undefederation federation happens. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh so my gosh! See what you came back to, Angie. Um Un- This is what feder- you get on a holiday weekend.
3: Federation Song Edition. Right. I'm done. Okay. <laughs>
0: So yeah, holiday weekend IA cast. Yep. Uh, and no one's drinking here yet. Right,
2: the right. Doing the undefederation Yeah. We
0: we might we might be more uh we we might be more uh polished Inebriated. and collected. No, we might be more polished and collected if we do drink because we're we'll be we too drink. cautious.
3: Right, right.
0: So okay, let's 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 move on. Um <clears throat> And this feels like old times. We haven't had a laughing part of an episode like this in a while. So this is good. <laughs> yeah,
2: great. it's a it's a slow news day, as they say in the <laughs> Well,
3: there,
0: there's there's l there's been a
3: lot there's of things. There's, there's a, a lot, lot going news, on actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's what um, it is. It's, but this is really good tech news. Like the presentation stuff is gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. You know, just all the different all the news and all the all the events.
0: And and uh mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
3: new, new devices. Spend yeah. your money.
0: So because the, you know, if if they do take threads and, and add it back to the, you know, to their servers, I mean, that might be one thing, but also you would have to change servers if they refuse to do that. And I really feel like that's kind of a disservice, but I understand a lot of people just don't like meta, you know.
2: Yeah, didn't they say that, um, I, I think, um, they were talking about how a lot of initially they had tons of downloads and then a lot of people signed up and then the user stats showed that it was kind of dropping off after a while. Like it was the new thing, right? Everybody had wanted to get an account and then it seemed like a lot of people sort of just dropped off and didn't use it. But I'm not so sure. I mean, it is summertime. It is like Where people are out more there, you know, so maybe that's, I mean, what, what makes threads stand out, you know, as a a social media um, platform? Like what makes it inviting? Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: It's shiny. And Mm -hmm. I mean, accessibility wise, it has problems. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does. You you know, one thing that I do like about threads on Android is on (laughs) tablets, it looks great. There is no iPad version of threads. It's just a, a part of the screen phone app. So, I mean, it just depends on how you use it. And I do. I mean, I'm, I am wondering though if I could go on the iPad and go to the Threads website. If it would say you need to have the app, or you know, try it. But on on Android, if you're on an Android tablet, it will just blow up the phone app to be full screen, which is better than a small little app on the on the on the screen.
3: Yeah, phone sized app on a tablet sized mm-hmm. screen, which mm-hmm. is awkward.
0: Yes, yes, and it's
3: clunky and annoying to use yeah so i
2: wonder what meta had in mind when they created threads i mean what was their
4: they wanted to kill twitter that's
0: the point they were trying to basically
4: take down twitter
0: Mm -hmm. they wanted to build a uh text-based social media platform that was similar to twitter i don't can, I don't think it will kill Twitter. I don't think they knew it would. I don't think they expected it to kill Twitter. But they thought, hey, we can leverage Instagram. And it is clearly an Instagram app. It is not made by the Facebook team. It's not made by the WhatsApp team. It's made by the Instagram team. Guess what yeah. other app doesn't have an iPad app? Instagram.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you think it so, ever will, or do you think they don't want it to? It's just a phone only.
0: I I think that they just don't want to put forth the resources to do it. So it, it's a shame. I I like apps that are on iPad because I can just use my smart keyboard and, you know, with my trackpad and just move around pretty quickly compared to uh, some apps. And the other problem I have with threads is there's no accessibility features. I can't change it to dark mode if I'm on light mode. I can't change text size. I can't do, you know, a lot of things. So it's I'm there because people are there. And I think that's yeah. why everybody else is there, <laughs> you know. Yep. So
4: I think in the first week they had like 60 million or something like that right away.
0: I'm still excited that I
4: was
3: Wasn't in was the Wasn't there first a point when people were like actually deleting their accounts or a period of time when they just stopped? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that they were just not using it or that they actually were. I mm-hmm. heard a bit of both. Yeah. So
0: I was excited that it was in the first 500,000 users of threads. Nice. Wow. To sign up. Yeah. I'm like, that wow. is something to. Out of a hundred million. When I heard it was released, I was at uh, the NFB conference and I heard it was released and I picked up my phone and I logged in. I'm like, ooh, I'm in the first 500,000 Sweet, Crazy. So uh, all that to say, you know, things are changing. Uh, I'm just waiting for activity pub with threads and I will be in very happy, very happy person. So uh, let's, let's move on to our uh, main topic for the day because... I think this is kind of big and on the <coughs> IA cast in the past, we've always talked about, do we need specialist or I, I guess double tap calls them specialist devices. We call them, uh, uh, assistive technology devices or, you know, uh, like regular AT devices or are we, or should we as a group move more towards the, uh, smartphones android iphone and i believe that you know for so long it was you need to move towards a touch screen or else and now we have no. these devices like the blind show classic 2 and the is it capsus is am i saying that name right I
2: uh, the new that new smartphone that the the smart, smart vision, vision 3. 3
0: yes yep, uh, right. i believe the company is called capsus
1: yep out of france uh
0: huh out of france yeah. yes
2: it's in french
0: and you know, both of those are running a derivative of Android and they're, they're different. And I've gotten to see the, the Blind Show Classic 2, which is kind of a candy bar phone with buttons, no touchscreen. It's running an earlier version of Android and it has its own app catalog that you can download. The other one is the, uh, uh, the Smart Vision 3, which has both touchscreens and tactile buttons. I have not seen this device. I've only seen pictures. And it's gotten uh, some fair amount of publicity in, in the U.S. through mainstream tech and about it helping the the blind and visually impaired. <coughs> Michael, as a totally blind user, you've you've tried both of those devices. And do you want to expand on any of those things or talk about them in detail?
1: So I recording the Shell Phone Show, which is a weekly how to do something on the Blind Shell Classic Two. Have become very familiar with the Blind Shell, and since we sell it at AT guys, I provide a lot of support with it. Um, I have also used the Capse Smart Vision Three, and between the two devices, and Blind Shell does not pay has not paid me for this endorsement. I prefer the Blind Shell Classic Two mainly because it's a It's a predictable interface that people know how to navigate and know what to expect in the interface. That does come with the con of you being limited to the applications that's been vetted on the Blind Shell Classic 2. And trust me, the Blind Shell Classic 2 is not perfect. As I said on Talking Points the other day, uh, right now you can edit a edit field or you can navigate an edit field by character or word, but you cannot navigate an edit field by line or paragraph. And that's something that I really wish you could do. However, when it comes to the Capsi Smart Vision 3, um, you do get the flexibility of installing anything that's available in the Play Store. You do get the flexibility of customizing it, but you do also lose that consistency. Now, you get the best of both worlds because you get a touch screen and a keypad. So if you know that the OK button or the save button is in the bottom right-hand corner and you are spatially aware, you can just tap down there and uh, hit the OK button once focus is there or double tap the screen like you would
0: with any other touch device. Yeah, so I, I guess that's kind of my question. Do you do you think that there's a place for both, or or do you think yes. that the blind show classic? Yes, I do too. I do. You do? You think there's a place yeah. for both? <coughs> yeah.
3: Sure. Absolutely.
0: There are just no, some I people
3: of- who aren't comfortable with touchscreens, and yeah. and especially if you have even like elderly people who have macular degeneration. And some people just like buttons, like they just prefer the, the, you know, the button interface to navigating a touch screen. It intimidates some people. So mm-hmm. even if you just use the buttons and the arrows and, and you know, that kind of thing to mm-hmm. uh, work them up to getting used to a touch screen. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like there's, See, you know, and, and, tech, is, tech, tech is about preference and it's yes, about choice using what works for you. Yeah, yeah. And I, know I mean, do you know how
4: many people out there want to just be able to make a call? I mean, especially yeah. if you're someone who has recently lost your vision, that's, that's, a lot of people huge. feel overwhelmed and think by it's uh, very daunting to go to this piece of glass that yeah, right. you have to figure out how to use uh-huh. gestures and double click and do all these things. They yes. don't want to do all that. They still just want to make a phone call. They don't need you know, they're, to...
3: They're overwhelmed by, being, by losing their vision, by, by going blind, and then you add this extra layer of technology on top of it it just makes the whole experience a lot more
4: stressful. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Exactly. And besides that, you know, I mean, there's other things. A lot of people, they lose feeling in their hands and they can't really Uh feel what's going on on the screen. So by having something tactile, that's going to help them at least be able to feel a little bit. And honestly, some people, especially people who maybe are, you know, up there in age, they don't need all of this other stuff. They just want to be able to make a phone call really and answer the phone and that's it. So... Uh
2: Yeah, um, I would say that it's for young people, you really do want them to be like kids, for example. You want them to be on mainstream technology as much as possible um, because you want them to be able to use the the technology that they're going to see in their workplaces or their schools or, what. Or you know, um, a lot of kids, especially they want to use the same technology their friends are using. But mm-hmm. I think when it comes to the older people, especially,
3: but not just older people,
2: like you said, people that have, you know, you know, there
3: are a lot of people that are, that are our contemporaries who just prefer buttons, you know, it's just a preference right. thing. Um And,
2: and again, my mom, she is elderly and right. I'm telling you right now, you have to, she, she's doing great. She's 92 and I give her a whole That's lot of amazing. credit. amazing. Like, she wants to use technology. She really does. She's not somebody that says, oh, I, you know, I don't know. I can't deal with this stuff or whatever, Mm -hmm. but she now, I think is really starting to have trouble with the touchscreen. She seems to touch things
3: the wrong way or accidentally or whatever. Sure. Um, Yeah. If you have tremors in your hands or there's any number of things that could, or some people just don't register, like, they think they're tapping something once with one finger, but some other part of their hand is touching the screen and it's registering as a double tap or a double touch or you know. And also I think that if for
2: especially like in my mom's case, but other elderly folks that I've worked with, um, they need things to be kept super simple. Yes. Not because they're not because they're stupid, but because no. they cognitively They can't handle like a lot of things on a phone. Like Marty said, there are some people that just want to make a phone call. That's
0: all. It's like, like, I mean, if you overload.
4: If you're looking at, let's just use the iPhone, for example, and you just only open the phone app. You have to figure out what all the little icons do, whether you want to be on speakerphone or not, whether you want to ha- show the keypad or not. Half the time, they don't know, wait, where's the keypad? You know, And then right, if they have to right. find the keypad, and there's an address book. And the you know, voicemail. I mean, there's so many things just in the phone app. Most people take that stuff for granted because you just do it all the time and Uh it seems easy to you. But someone who does not have the experience on that technology, not only do they have to learn how to understand the technology, but then they have to learn where everything is and how to do it. And then on top of all of that, you add
0: voiceover gestures and all this other stuff, you know, well, yes. and, and, and even to that, just think about this. And and this is really, this is bugging me, okay? iOS 17 is changing the call screen. And, yep. you know, that button is still sure down is. there in the middle. But what happens if you go too far to the left or too far to the right? You get the other buttons. And so yeah. that muscle memory that people have built up over, oh, 13 years? 13 years. years. yeah, It's different uh, now. Is, is all different. You have to relearn and it all. And and it's going to mess with people. We, I don't know that Apple's thought about that, but it will. Even though they put it back in the same place, it, it's still more difficult to hit that end call button visually. <laughs> well, like and, like you said, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, There's compared, even like a
3: difference between the, before, key, yeah. the keypad difference. Like if you if you're entering your passcode when you're updating an app versus when you're mm-hmm. unlocking your phone, the mm-hmm. keypad's in a different place on the screen, and you notice that. When you when yeah. you go to use the keypad, it's like oh, it's up here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it, it there as you are.
0: And they're going to. Uh, there is a new feature coming to help with some of those things. That uh, what is that assistive access or whatever it's called? Yes, yep. in seventeen. I get a lot of.
4: I get a lot of people, honestly, you know, that they have younger people in their family, grandkids, or whatever it may be, that say, oh, get, you know, a smartphone, get an iPhone, whatever the Mm -hmm. case is. Mm -hmm. And half the time, they can't even figure out how to answer the phone, you know? I mean, especially Uh if you're losing your vision, they're, what is it? Like, I don't know. I can't figure out how to do it. And even if you tell them, if you're a voiceover user or needing to be a voiceover user, and you say, you answer and hang up the phone using a two-finger double tap, they can never do it, you know? they can't that two finger
2: out. double tap is—it's funny. A lot of people just cannot get it.
3: Hardest thing from a teaching perspective yeah. is the the the, the multi finger gesture sometimes in the rotor. Mm-hmm. The rotor yeah. is
4: huge. Yeah, and most I people mean, like know, forget the rotor. I don't even care. The rotor, forget yeah. it. I don't yeah. want anything yeah. to do with it. Uh-huh.
3: They just—it's—it's it's, it's really hard to be for people well, to, to learn. i I'd wonder. But then if again,
2: for, uh, on the other go. side of it, though, I don't want us to be in like sort of a technology ghetto I I don't want us to be walled off from everybody else Mm -hmm. so I think it's it's really important that we don't I think at at my age as I mean I'm still I consider myself I guess middle aged (laughs) but um I I want to be on the tech that everybody else is on just because me too um that's important to me. And also, um, there's, it has so much to offer me, you know, having the mainstream tech, but I think that there, there comes a point where some people, I think if your technology is not doing what you need it to do for you, for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, you should find a technology that is, I mean, that's, you know,
0: and you know, I think like the the smart vision three, I've heard that there's some traction in the, in the sighted community for that device because it does have both the tactile buttons and the touchscreen. But I, my question to you, my next question to you guys is the blind shell just is one thing. It is buttons. You just, you have that consistency of buttons. Do you guys think that having both buttons and a touchscreen on the smart vision three will confuse people or will that just strengthen what they can do because they have both options? I think
4: it's going to be a catch-22 because in one hand, yeah, some people like having the ability to be able to have a touch screen and have a tactile buttons there. But I also think the opposite of that is it can be confusing. You know, you could be Uh saying, I only wanted to do the tactile part of it. I don't want anything to do with the touch screen. But if you forget that, you all of a sudden hit something which you don't know what you hit. You activated something which you don't know how to get get out of. So it arises other kind of issues, you know, and of course yeah. everyone's individual, you, you know, it's sort of a, I say it's a catch 22 really some, yeah, they want both and some they don't.
3: Unless there was a way that to the touch screen can't wait. access or the, the, you know, the arrows or the touch via buttons, you know,
2: right. Um, yeah. Or I was thinking if you had that kind of a phone where you had the touch thing and the buttons, if there was a way you could disable, say, disable the touch screen, so that. Yeah. Uh, but then again, um, another thing to think about is if the phone is too much different, it's it's sometimes hard for sighted people, you know, like to help you because um, they don't know what the heck to do, either, you know, like. Um, so I, that's another thing to consider, and that's this, a good point. This, the stores. You know, when you it's say you buy one of these phones and you go into a store like a Verizon, I don't want to, you know, pick on any companies. But we know that sometimes mainstream stores are not the best yeah. when it comes to helping us with <laughs> technology that's different. So mm-hmm. I think you have to really um, I, I like the way that, say, Marty and, and and Michael, where you you have that phone, but you have the support. That knows how to use it. So if you have a problem, you can, you don't have to call sprint or whoever, whoever it is that's, um, because I mean, I have a feeling they're just not going to know how to help you. And that's Mm -hmm. just another thing to think about.
4: This is my biggest suggestion really in this particular situation, whoever's helping the person, right? Sit down and listen to their needs, what they want and what they don't want. It's about their needs and what they need Mm -hmm. and what they want or don't want. Not about yourself, right? So even though you think you may want the latest and greatest iPhone because it does everything under the sun and it's awesome for you, doesn't necessarily mean that it's awesome for somebody else. So Uh just listen to what the person wants to do, needs to do, you know, what's going to be... Successful for them because if it's not, it's just going to be miserable for everyone. So,
2: and I have a, I have an interesting quick story to tell about that particular thing. I have a friend who has a mantis right now, braille display, and she just ha- is having one problem after another with it. And she said that she used a, um, not a Braille and Speak, but one of those where you know the six dot braille. Oh, displays right um I'm trying to think which one well her family members said that she looked funny using it
3: Yes. wow
2: so her family members got her a mantis
3: oh my god
2: and she is just not doing well with it and they said they cited when sighted people would watch her they would say oh that that just looks not right you know that just doesn't look and she was more comfortable with the using the six-dot braille thing or the eight-dot braille, um, you know, keyboard yes. instead of the mantis. The mantis, she says, is just too much for her. She just doesn't mm-hmm. like the way that it is. And here, a group of sighted people were looking at her and saying, gosh,
3: this, is, this doesn't look. That's ridiculous, know. man. That yeah. is Yeah. Just- yeah. Well, that's a perfect example right there that. of that someone
4: is... doing what they want and not listening right. to the person and what not their listening. needs are. If they were successful yep. with what they had before the new device and they were happy and successful doing what it is they needed to do, then leave it at that. Don't yes, change it up exactly. just because it's, you think they need to change not, it up. It's yep. not their yep. thing. Yep. It's the
3: person doing using the, the device. Wow, that's has
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. nothing to do with what when you I heard think that, looks, I looks better. It. Yeah, I, um, that would yeah. infuriate me.
0: I mean my, my thought is there's there's always some some uh things there like don't go into a meeting with an orbit uh reader twenty. Just just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> playing it's, cards.
3: It's, it sounds like you're like you're writing a bike with of, bicycle cards. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And the spokes
0: and, under and wheels. <laughs> there's just some things you just don't do in like as a business person. But if okay. if you're you know out and about at home doing, doing things that are not I, okay. There, there's one exception to, to using Braille. And th- this is just really kind of bugs me is when, uh, and I know a lot of people do this that are blind. And I, I totally understand that this is your preferred way of using your device. But some people have said they like touch ID because they can use their phone while it's still in their pocket. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. That looks, you don't know what people are doing with their hands in their pocket.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: And and oh, that can but, uh, be oh boy, here we go again. Yes. That can be dis- <laughs> But no, I and, I mean I know it sounds silly and kind of like, oh here we go. But no, it's serious. I mean, mm-hmm. you just don't know. I mean, people can, you know, perceive that as anything or threatening these days or anything there are some things that you just need to realize are socially inadequate and not right. something you should do. And, and you so know, that's, that's
2: interesting because I've never thought about that. And I always use my phone in my pocket, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know that I do that in public though.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I am somebody that does that, that uses mm-hmm. my phone in my pocket. Cause a lot of times I'll be doing something and I'll just, yeah, I'll just do that. Um, just because I didn't want to hold my phone in my hands. Right. But that's a good thing. I mean, that's something interesting that you say. It's something I've never thought about.
3: Mm-hmm. What I used, because, used to do or used, usually do is if, if, you know, if you have to do that and you're using it, if you have a Braille display, if you're doing that kind of thing, just put it. Put your phone in the, in the pocket, zipper pocket on your
0: case or and, something. And, you know, there I are, are know. people that use, I mean, there use are people the that use the, the, iphone in a slinger and they'll just wear their phone you know and yeah. walk walk around yep. with it yep
3: i want one of those i totally want an iphone
0: yeah the the, the slingers are pretty Harness. neat and and i got to see one and they're they're pretty cool over the weekend at the conference they're really neat um so i i the highly way the video hmm?
3: like do point of view videoing
0: yeah mm-hmm. so and good for Ira, all kinds of things and uh, yeah AT guy sells them. They're, they have two, the Slinger and Slinger Slim. Um, yeah. So there, there's are so many ways there, but going, going back to the topic at hand, because I, I, I want to really talk about this. I, I, I feel like, you know, it just depends on what the person needs. And, and we've always said this, you know, in, in the past, if you were looking at specialist devices like, because uh, we, we've we talked about the Victor Reader stream and, you know, why would you have a Victor Reader or a Sense player or others um, instead of an iPhone, right? But I think as as people get older, because we have a larger group of people that are getting older, uh, in, in the country at least, and I'm sure around the world, uh, people need those other devices with those tactile buttons because… yes. When and, and here's something that I, I think we don't think about as tech users, but I think that we should mention when the iPhone and uh iPad and Android phones first came out, apps were relatively simple. Have you they all were. thought about that? They yes, were they relatively were. simple. Oh, yeah, there was, it was not, literally
3: like everything you yeah. needed was on one screen, there weren't multiple mm-hmm. lay, uh, menus, you know, layers yeah. deep, it was just all right there. Yes, you didn't absolutely. have
0: to be an advanced computer user to use an iPhone. And now you That's kind totally of true. do, you know, yeah. you, you have to have a lot of understanding of these apps to use them. And like I, th- I think there's
3: an iPhone interface and kind of for apps and an Android interface. And You have to understand mm-hmm. both in order to navigate them quickly right. and efficiently. And yeah,
0: right. People don't but you realize
3: understand. this,
4: but you think about how powerful something like an iPhone is. There's a lot of people out there that that's all they have. They don't have another computer or uh-huh. anything else. Right. They do their oh, whole yeah. life, everything just a on lot of iPhone. people
3: don't use a regular computer now. Mm-hmm. You know, they just don't do it. They don't need to.
2: I'm sort of that way. I'm. I would say about ninety percent of what I do is on my
3: iPhone. Yeah, I use my phone for everything pretty much, mm-hmm. or as much as I can. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, because so, I like no. my
3: tech to be to move with me so
2: that's Mm -hmm. why i like it totally
0: and and that that's why i don't that's going to be uh a topic for another time another show hint hint um Um, about desktops and laptops what where they're useful yep so i i think audio editing video editing yep yep so heavy lifting (laughs) yeah so many things and 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 so i think that uh the the blind show classic 2 you know it, it's for a good user base i and and you know i don't know exactly where i feel like the um um uh what's that thing called the the smart vision 3 smart vision I feel 3. like it's kind of, yeah the smart vision 3 i feel like it kind of has that it's a middle of the road right so if if you need s- the 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 updated stuff you can get that but you won't you don't if you don't need all the apps all the current things then the blind shell is good and you know i think people just really need to get that informed choice um what worries me
3: though about those those devices versus mainstream technology also comes down to you know how long are they because we we all know we all know sometimes how fly by night some of these companies can be so how long are they going to exist
2: yeah, and, and oh, no, are people going to get few. security updates? That would be my thing. Is yeah, sometimes that too. if you if you don't update your operating system, you'll stop getting security updates. Yeah, with the Android, you
3: really need those security updates.
2: They're important yeah, with everything, really. Right, totally. You know, Apple yeah. has come out with some emergency updates for things they mm-hmm. found, mm-hmm. and
3: yep. so and they're so huge. That's, yeah,
2: the the one from France. So support's what, kind
3: of a huge thing too.
2: Yeah, what the one from France, um, what what carriers are they gonna be on in the United States? Right they're
3: now, on, but they're both just GSM, aren't they?
1: Yeah. And T-Mobile. so right now they're officially supported on T Mobile. And the other question that I thought you were gonna ask Lynn is what version of Android it is based on? Um the Smart Vision 3 is based on Android eleven.
2: So and then the, the uh, blind shell is supported. It, the carriers for it, T-Mobile. that's uh, oh, T-Mobile.
4: Yep. Right. T-Mobile. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, they're on T-Mobile, but they're also on the uh, federal program if you fit the need. Uh, and you. I think you have to go through a process, but you can mm-hmm. get it through that federal program if you're only making a certain amount of money or maybe you're on... Uh, Social Security disability or something like that. They do Mm -hmm. have that, which they talked about, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago now. So Mm -hmm. that's something to look into if that's something that fits into your realm and you can qualify for that.
1: Yeah, so Blind Shell USA is connected with Easy Wireless, who is administrating the affordable connectivity program. So if you're if you're familiar with ACP, then uh it gives you $30 off of your cell phone service, which is the cost of the cell phone service, but that's still backbone on the T-Mobile network. So it's only officially supported on T Mobile. So,
0: Michael, you've you've played with both. Is there any drawbacks that you see to Somebody getting one over the other or advantages or just anything you'd like to kind of really basically so, give a review, you know?
1: Yeah, I have a, a perfect example, and I'll keep it short because I know we are getting a little long on time. Um, I have a customer who her condo recently changed to a app-based authentication for the door to get into oh, her geez. condo. And that is available on the Smart Vision 3 because you can install apps from the Play Store that is not available on the blind shell because blind shell reviews the applications to ensure accessibility and compatibility with the application. So I see pros and cons. If all you need is a phone and um you, you don't need a lot of extra features or you don't need to grow out of what's already available, what may be coming to the blind shell, then that's perfect. Also another big thing, and this is huge in the industry is the Blind Shell has the community behind it, and I think that's important. Blind Shell USA is hosting two calls every week. Oh, well, one every week, one every other week. There's a mailing list out there. I'm producing Shell Phone Show. You can get the 33 hours of content. Mystic Access has created content based on uh, you know, the, the tutorial. So there's plenty of options to either get paid assistance Get free assistance or get community-based assistance. I don't see that that much on the Smart Vision 3. And I think that's a market pain point that mm-hmm. Capsies has has missed out on right now, unfortunately. Um, and and I don't know. Well, first of all, I'm not the person to fill that gap. Um, I'm willing to help anyone who's interested in that, but I'm not going to take that on because I have committed to the blind show. It is mm-hmm. a big seller that we have with AT guys. So I I kind of have. Um, you know, priority commitment to Blindshell, because that's where my attention is. But I think that if you need community support and you don't think you're going to need these advanced applications, look at the Blindshell. Uh, it's a great mm-hmm. phone. I, I really like it. It does have its shortcomings. But as was brought up on a Blindshell call called Talking Points recently, uh gentlemen on there wanted an app. App wasn't available. So you just went to the web browser and got the information from the web browser. And I think that's something people forget about. Yeah, there might not be an app, but does there have to always be an app?
2: So you have the the best of both worlds because you have the walled garden, if that's what you want. And you, but if you need to go outside of that walled garden, you do have that ability as well.
1: Yep. You know. So you can just use the web browser and it, it's, it's, you just interact with the web page. Like the Lyft app and the Lyft web page for mobile is very similar. Really? So, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: You know, One Lyft thing, has an m.lift.com or m.uber.com.
0: One thing you do want to keep in mind, though, is there are, th- and, and this was kind of brought up with the Sense player as well. Uh, these devices are running Android, but they do not have Google services. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, so right. The Smart Vision 3, I believe, does because it has a Play Store.
1: Yep, so and the certified
0: it's a by The Play Google.
3: Services part isn't there for the other stuff,
0: right? Like and so certain GPS show. and navigation features that you would get from Play Services, they may have their own equivalents, but the the same that you would get with Play Services is not there. So also, you lose that sign in with Google functionality mm-hmm. as well, too. Mm-hmm. No sign cases. in with Google. Yes. But didn't didn't they fix that with like signing into Gmail on on the? Yes,
1: so. So Gmail's authentication process and not to mean to get into the weeds a little bit now, but Gmail's authentication process in May of 23 actually changed. You used to be able to go and enable uh, sign in with less secure apps and then get an app specific password under Google security, which is a little bit convoluted for someone who all they want to do is set up their email. Well, you can't do that now. And in order for Shell to keep up with what was changing, you now go through and authenticate the Thunderbird app application which is the application that they're using for mail is the open source thunderbird app for android and once you've authenticated that then you're Mm -hmm. able to use it so it changes in technology is causing blind shell as an organization and a platform to upgrade
0: and update with the times Mm -hmm. very good to know and Mm -hmm. and and this is one of those things that you know, we don't mind going into the weeds here on the on the podcast because I I feel like our listeners need to kind of know that this information is out there. We we will we'll be here to give it to you. You know, <laughs> I would say one other thing too. If people
4: wonder why does it take so long to get things on the blind shell, you know, when it comes to that, once they get a particular company on board. They have to work with that company to make an app specifically for the blind shell. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's not like just go and download an app and stick it on there. There's more to that in the background. And I think people need to understand that and be a little bit more patient. They are trying to get as many of the most popular things out there onto the blind shell, but it does take time working with the company, blind shell, working with the developer, which with whichever company they're working with at the time and get it all sorted out so that it can run specifically on the blind shell. So mm-hmm. they are doing that. Just be a little patient and,
0: mm-hmm. uh, you know. And and it, it they really just take the same app that's on Google Play and it, adapt it for the blind shell. So it it's the same app, but they just make, if there's any problems, they just make it work. So, all right. Well, I think we've uh, really uh, discussed this quite a bit so people can have a better understanding of these products. Um, I guess my last question about this, do any of you guys plan on making any of these devices, your primaries?
3: No, no,
0: no. <laughs> yep. Same. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're good to be there, but you know, no, they, they know their audience they're out there to get their audience. And I think that's the important thing. So, mm-hmm, yeah. um, hopefully we have given some great information to help people make an informed choice on these devices and that's what we're here for all right with all that being said as we typically do let's go around and see if people have any picks for this time and so let's start it off with michael where what is your pick and where can people find you online
1: Yeah. So my pick today, I'm going to cheat. I don't think anyone's picked this, but my pick today for some people in the United States is the Humanware NLS e-reader. And the reason I'm picking this is because it is a portable 20-cell Braille display that allows you to read books and content, connect it to your Wi-Fi network, download that content and read it, save stuff on an SD card, and more importantly, connect it to your computer. So if you've just wondered, what would it be like to have a Braille display connected to my computer and your library is participating in the e-reader program, uh, get the e-reader so you can experiment with that it is not a note taker so i keep saying e-reader there's no functionality to be able to take notes on the device itself but i'm really satisfied with the braille the interface and uh, getting it to work so nls e-reader based on the humanware bi20x you can find me on mastodon payom p-a-y-o-w-n at unmute.community
0: and in a lot of your favorite podcast apps. All right. All right. Marty, how about you? What is your pick, and where can people find you online?
4: I did not do a pick this week. Sorry, everyone. I will have a pick for next time, but if you want to catch up with me, you can find me on Mastodon. I'm Marty at unmute.community, and you can find me all around on IACast Network as well.
0: All right. And Lynn, How about you? What's your pick, and where can people find you online?
2: Oh, yes. My pick this week is a pair of headphones. And I'm trying to remember. The name of them escapes me right now. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that, you guys. um, They are stereo Sennheiser um, headphones that you guys were telling me about when we were talking last week ambios AmbiOS, um, ambio oh you got some Smart. yay i love them people yay and All right. they are oh my gosh it was exactly what i wanted so they're <laughs> they're stereo they're they, these are particularly lightning um so if you have light, like a lightning point on port port on your phone um of course that's going to be changing soon if you get a new phone but um, there is an anchor adapter. They say you can get that actually. Chance trans- that goes from the lightning port to the USB C. Um, but the thing is, is these headphones are stereo. Um, they have stereo mics on them. So you have a mic on the each earpiece. Um, so on the each side of your head, you have a, a mic. And what you can do is you can record in stereo with these this mic and you can put your phone in your pocket or you can put your phone down well not down really but because there are um stereo mics on the iPhone but I like these because they don't you don't have to have your hands on the mics or on the phone so that your you know voiceover is coming through and all this so I just love these things um and they're selling on Amazon. I think they're in um they're, there aren't many left. They're they're not being made anymore, but I still love them. And um Ambio Smart from Sennheiser. If you want stereo recording, they're pretty cool. And where you can find me? Well, I don't know where I am right now. Um, but you can <laughs> Right now, eventually, I will get a really cool email address on the new network setup. But for now, you can just write to Caneprints, like footprints only cane, at hotmail.com.
0: Fantastic. I love those headphones. I still have my first pair. Me too. They never shorted out yet. Nice. And But they are starting to fray at part one of the ends. So that's kind of Yeah. Sure.
2: And the problem is they have that heavy... Um, that's the unfortunate. They do have like a heavy remote control thingy. And I think it when you have stuff like that, it sort of pulls that cable a little bit.
0: Um Yeah, but they're they're still worth it. They're so yes. great. Did you, you have to hmm? I
1: was just gonna say if you haven't yet, Lynn, go download the app. There is an app for I them. Did. And then you can configure what the buttons do on that uh box. Today. Yeah, and, the, and they have
2: voice prompts. Mm-hmm. So that is so awesome. Oh my Lynn, gosh. Have
0: you tried the amplify level for transparent mode? No, I haven't oh, done that It yet. is amazing. It is, it is probably as good as the AirPods version of the same thing.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I you will
3: could, definitely.
2: That out wear those and,
0: and hear what's in your environment. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, and you can
3: hear really far away too. It's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: All right, Angie, how about you? What is your pick for this week? And where can people find you online?
3: my pick for this week is be my ai if we haven't done that yet has anyone done that yet
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nope you're good no?
3: be my ai um it's a it's a feature of be my eyes um and it describes pictures it really describes and it, and it it does a really good job so you can take you can take pictures with it and it will describe them in ex- tons of detail for you uh, you can ask questions about the picture once you it describes it to you, and the uh, the question and answer part of it presents almost like an iMessage chat with the image at the top, and it just it, it's it's quick, it's super detailed, it's amazing um, compared to anything else out there that does this type of thing. You can also import pictures into it into the app, and um, it's 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 similar. You know, you can ask it questions about your photo. Uh, the detail is amazing. I, I just, I it's it's like being able to flip through your photo album and just have it, you know, look at pictures. I always say that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are things that gets wrong, you know, that that's inevitable. But I I'm loving the crap out of this. It's so cool. I've, I've done more with my, with my photos, um, over the last two weeks than I ever have, and it's just it's 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 amazing. I love it.
0: Now, is that for iPhone and Android or just iPhone? no,
3: just iPhone. Android is coming later on this year. But yeah, it's it's totally an iPhone thing.
0: And, and have you used the – our last episode was called Bing My AI. So, oh, yeah. Um, have you tried the the equivalent with Bing?
3: Yes. I'd say they're comparable,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but I feel like Be My AI gives you a little more information. It, it's extremely detailed. Um, if you'd like me to for the podcast, I can take – I'll do a screen recording and pull the audio off it and give it to you. That would be fantastic. And you can, can put know. it up here and, and, and just in, insert it into the into the episode. Sure,
0: we can do that. Give people uh, an example. Because being... Uh, Taylor held up a, a, a can to being like a can of mixed vegetables. Said uh-huh. it was a Pringles can. So... <gasps>
2: yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh. So, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I guess you could figure that like uh, pota- potato, like potato chips, that yeah, is a
0: vegetable. I guess. Right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Andy, where can people find you online?
3: You can find me online at tech enthusiast at uh, space. That's my Mastodon handle, and that's pretty much my thing. So there you go.
0: Okay, and to wrap us up, um, as usual, my pick this time is a TV show. Are you surprised? No. Da, da, I, da. Surprised? Yeah. <laughs> um, I always pick books and TV shows and movies and stuff. Yay! Um, Mine is Invasion Season 2 on Apple TV Plus. Yes. It the first season was fantastic. Season 2 is starting out really good. I think episode I finished episode 2 of uh, Wednesday. I'm watching them the day they come out. Um, mm-hmm. so I I love the show. I can't wait to see what happens. Both that show and Foundation are doing huge cliffhangers at the end of each episode. I'm like, I just want to binge it. I just want to see everything (laughs) now. I don't want to wait for the next one. (laughs) Right. There's, you know, even though we have these strikes going on, there's some great TV that's out right now, folks. It may enjoy it while it's here because we may have some delays on next seasons. But enjoy what's here because, you know, it's great. As for where people can find me online, I'm Mike Dowie's at techopolis.social. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at tech, T-E-C-H-O-P-O-L-I-S dot social. Um, the best Mastodon server out there, just saying, in my opinion. Um, okay. You can uh, email me at Mike Dowie's. Transfer Doeys. over. Yeah, yeah, you should. Be awesome. You you can email me at mikedoes at icloud.com and you can get in touch with the show by emailing feedback at iacast.net. This has been another great show. We are rolling towards 200 episodes. And again, we have Yay. a very special surprise at 200. That's the plan. Um, so we need to get on that surprise here pretty soon. I'm really <laughs> excited about it. Um, <laughs> So it's good stuff. All right. It's been a great episode, everyone. I want to thank everybody in YouTube that have watched, everybody on the radio. There's been quite a few people that have come in and out. We've been going, we've been podcasting on the radio off and on for about uh, five hours now. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's been a a wild day on the radio station. If you do not tune into IACast radio, you really should. We do some great shows and there's some edited content on this podcast that will be, that was on the radio. So if you're here, you know, and if you aren't here, you will know on IACast plus. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, Marty, Michael Lynn, Angie, you guys have been fantastic, and uh, we'll be back next week. I will be in my new apartment. We'll see how the, the sound uh, is there, <laughs> if it's as echoey. Yeah, all yeah. All there you go. That. So you get awesome. the keys tomorrow, so I'm excited, and uh, awesome. okay, we'll go from there. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time. See ya.
2: Bye-bye. Have a great week, everybody. Yep.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the cast We hope you enjoyed the show and found the conversation to be insightful and informative. If you have any feedback or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at feedback at IACast.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at network to stay informed about new episodes and other updates. Don't forget to check out more great podcasts on the IACast Network. IACast.net. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. i